The No Sleep Podcast presents Old Time Radio Volume 12, Part 1. In the tradition of radio scripts from the mid-20th century, the No Sleep Podcast honors the way horror stories were adapted to audio and broadcast to an audience huddled close to their radios. And for our dear Season Pass 16 members, we present this season's old-time radio stories during the month of Halloween. As such, we will be presenting this episode as part one of a two-part old-time radio series. On October 23rd, we will be releasing Old-Time Radio Volume 12, Part 2, which will feature two scripts focused on Halloween itself. But in Part 1, this special episode, we are proud to present a story from renowned award-winning playwright Judy Upton, a story written exclusively for the No Sleep Podcast. Ms. Upton has written scripts for the Red Room Theatre Company and has been adapted for audio on the BBC. How appropriate for an old-time radio episode. And so, the No Sleep Podcast is proud to present a tale of dark obsession. A tale of a woman named Andrea. Yeah? Please, do take a seat. I wasn't stealing, right? Look, I know how it looks, but I was just borrowing the money from the till. I was going to put it back. Andrea? Well, because my wages are coming in late this month, yeah? I'd have paid it all back in a couple of days. It's only 30 quid, Laura. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I hear what you're saying about paying the money back. But it's not the first time money has been missing. That wasn't me. I'm not making accusations. You better not be, I'm telling you. I'm talking about this time. Yesterday. When it was you. Another member of staff actually saw you take the money. Rowan, he hates me. And I'm very sorry, but this store has a very clear policy about taking money from the tills, whether you intended paying it back or not. I would have paid it back. I told you, Laura, I've got kids to feed. I need this job. I'm sorry. Head office have been informed, and the decision isn't mine to make. You're still in your probationary period, and so we don't need to go through a full disciplinary procedure. No, you can't sack me. I've no option, I'm afraid. Head office have... For 30 fucking quid! (gasps) It's a joke! It's a fucking joke! You'll regret this, Laura. Seriously, I'm telling you, you are going to regret this. Oh, it's things like that that make me glad I'm not a manager. It was awful. I'm not a person who enjoys confrontations, not at all. I wish head office didn't leave it to me to deal with the stressful stuff. I really wish they hadn't hired her. It's been non-stop moaning from day one. Yeah, and the rest of us get on so well. You know, Andrea never really opened up 
and told me much about herself. I mean, I don't know whether she actually has kids or not, whether she would have paid the money back or not. Not that it matters. Theft is theft. I had to let her go. Don't feel guilty about it. She deserved to lose her job. Yeah. But what do you think she meant by, you'll regret this? There was something in her tone, like she plans to get back at me somehow. You are going to regret this. Have you taken your lunch break yet? It's nearly two o'clock. I'm not hungry. I think I might go and stretch my legs in the park and hopefully de-stress a little. What are you staring at? I wasn't... I wasn't staring. Well, that's what it looks like. I'm sorry if you feel like that. What do you mean? I'm not feeling like anything. I'm being stared at by you. That's what's going on. Are you following me? (laughs) What? Why would I be following you? Just minding my own business. Same as you should be. Fine. Okay. You got a problem or something? No, no. Well, fuck off then. Look, if you're threatening me... What? You're the weirdo. You're the one staring. Yeah, yeah, call the police or whatever. It's not crime. Walking in the fucking park. Fucking hell! Getting my phone out did the trick. I wonder if she's known to the police. Perhaps she's done this kind of thing before, intimidating people. Probably been sacked from previous jobs, do you think? You could still call the police and report it. It's harassment. I don't know. I think the best thing to do is try to forget all about Andrea. I mean, what's she actually going to do? She isn't going to do anything. Rowan, have you got on the bus yet? No, why? Look, I wonder if you could come back to the shop, walk with me to the car park. Andrea's hanging about on the opposite side of the road, and I think she might be looking for some kind of confrontation again. Yeah, sure, won't be a minute. Just stay put, okay? Go back inside and keep the door locked until I get there. Right, where is she? She seems to have gone. She was standing just over there, in front of the newsagent. I only took my eyes off her to let you in. Have you called the police? No, I... I mean, I'm not really sure they'd do anything. Well, it's almost kind of stalking. Almost. But would they see it like that? And I know what she'd say. Yeah, that she just happened to be standing in the street and that isn't a crime. Exactly. And what if they arrested me for wasting police time? It can happen. If the company got wind of that, I'd be the next one getting the sack. They weren't exactly supportive when that woman we refused a refund pushed me over, told me not to get the police involved, didn't want the bad publicity, said I should have given her the refund to avoid a scene, even though she had no receipt and there was no label in the t-shirt to say she bought it in here. Just a junkie trying to get her hands on enough cash for a fix. Most likely. 
Now it's harder to steal jars of coffee and joints of meat from the supermarkets to sell on. It's let's grab a shirt from a charity shop and then take it into a high street store claiming you bought it there but it doesn't fit. There are a lot of desperate people about. A lot of dishonest ones. I mean, like Andrea. If she had money worries, couldn't she get a second job or something? Well, she said she'd asked you for some extra hours. To give them to her, I'd have had to take them off someone else. Someone who also needed them and was actually prepared to work. Not spend most of the time complaining and time-wasting. What? You think I'm being unfair? No, no, no. I, I see your point. I'd be the first to admit that I didn't really like Andrea. Always acted like she was better than the rest of us. She was a serial complainer. Always so negative about everything. But the stealing surprised even me. Yes, she was lazy. Yes, she wasn't particularly friendly. But I wouldn't have taken her for a thief. Still, at least she seems to have made herself scarce now. Thankfully. I can come in a little early in the morning, so I'm outside when you arrive. Just to make sure she's not going to hassle you again. Thanks. I'd appreciate that. I know it's stupid, but this thing with Andrea has really got me rattled. Oi! Watch where you're pushing that thing. You? Again? You what? Really? What? (laughs) Is this your great plan, eh? Barge straight into me, but because it's in a public place, make it look like an accident. Very clever. If you say so. So what's next, eh? What are you going to do now? Look, just go away, all right? Why should I? Why should I let you get away with this? Get out of my face! What is your problem? My problem, she says, so people turn and stare at me. So they think I'm the guilty party here. I'm not the one who's a thief. What are you doing in here, eh? Shoplifting? I'm not taking this. I'm finding the manager and having you thrown out. And you think they'll do that, eh? Even after I've told them all about you? You're not right, are you, love? Need your head examined, eh? Laura, I'm just checking you got home safely. Yeah, I'm okay. Just pulled into our drive. See you tomorrow, Ray. Dad! I'm home! Dad? Down the allotment, back soon. No. Her. Again. Hi, this is Rowan. Leave me a message, yeah? Oh, God, Rowan, she's here. Outside my house, across the road with a kid in a buggy and a dog. One of those jaws on a lead types. She's scowling and staring at the house. Uh, Call me back. Call me back as soon as you get this. Hello? Rowan? I'm calling about your recent accident. No! It can't be! Is that Laura Willis? I'm calling from the recent accident compensation helpline. Oh, very clever, eh? But not quite clever enough, Andrea. 
the last caller withheld their number. Rowan! Oh, thank God! Did you get my message? She was outside, and then she rang me! Uh, sorry, what? Andrea was outside your house. Didn't you get my message? She's stalking me! That's what it is, isn't it? Just stay inside, yeah? I mean, there's nothing she can do, okay? She's just a loudmouth bully. Uh, trust me, she'll soon get bored and leave you alone. And if she doesn't? Look, do you need me to come over? No, it's okay. My dad'll be home in a minute. The doors are locked. She can't get in. I won't let it get to me. You're right, Rowan. There's nothing she can do. But if you do need me, give me a ring back, okay? Will do. Thanks. Here's my dad coming in. Bye. Okay, bye now. Hi, love. I'm home. (laughs) Ah, sorry I've been so long. Needed to get the last row of carrots in and the blackcurrant bushes pruned. How did you get in? Well, let me see. Climbed down the chimney like Father Christmas. How did I get in? Honestly. Why? Why are you here? Was hoping someone might stick the kettle on. What do you want? Well, now I really came back because you promised me a lift, remember? Get my test results from the doctor. Oops, walked in wearing muddy boots again. What your mother would say if she was still alive, bless her. Look, you need to leave. Right now. Oh, no, no, not yet. Got plenty of time we have. 6.30 the appointment was, if I recall. You are going now. You are leaving this house. Hey, Laura, what's all the big rush all of a sudden? Traffic heavier today than usual, is it? What do you actually think you're doing? Talking as if you're my dad. Wearing clothes like you're my dad. (laughs) I know exactly should I be wearing clothes like Laura. Someone who shops at that trendy but overpriced store you manage, eh? Why are you doing this? Trying to look like dad after he's been to the allotment. Why? Ah, do you mean I shouldn't be seeing the doctor in my gardening things? Ah, you're probably right. Go find an iron pair of trousers and a nice clean shirt. Stop it! Just stop now! Hey, What's wrong, love? <gasps> Whose blood is that? What? Where? Spattered on your shirt! On that shirt! Oh, that. Scratched myself on a bramble, most probably. There's more blood than just a scratch. Yeah, I know what's happened. <laughs> to pickle, see? So I put ketchup in my lunchtime sandwich to make that dry cheese taste of something. Ah, not such a smart idea, eh? Bit into it and squelch. Don't know if it'll come out in the wash either. Ah, you buy those stain relievers thinking they'll do job like they do in the adverts, but they never do, do they? It doesn't look like ketchup. It looks like blood. Well, better go change into a clean one then, hadn't I? Laura? She's in my house. She let herself in using Dad's key. And she's wearing his clothes, or clothes just like them. What? Andrea's there now? Dressed as my dad, would you believe? And she's spattered with blood. Seriously? Oh my God. But how can I explain it to the police? Uh, this woman I've sat and has been stalking me all day since has now turned up at my house dressed like my dad and pretending to be him. The last bit sounds too weird to be true. They won't take me seriously, I know it. And I was just in the loo, whistling. 
whistling exactly like Dad does when he's in there getting ready to go somewhere. What do I do, Rowan? What on earth do I do? I'll come over. Laura, you are sure that... Just get here. Quickly. Do you think I need a shave? What? Before seeing the doctor. Andrea. Dr. Andrea? That's another locum. I was hoping to see Dr. Brownlow. Knows his onions, he does. I know what you're trying to do. Yep, you usually do. My corduroy trousers. What? Yeah, you usually do. My corduroy trousers. Have you seen them? Not still in the washer, are they? Look, I'm not putting up with any more of this. Damn faffing, I know. Tie or no tie? You expect me to drive you to the doctor's? Well, you did offer. But if it's no longer convenient, you young people with your busy lives. No. No, it's fine. I'll drive you there. Ah, great. Let me just track down my cords and grab my jacket and I'll be with you. Don't look so worried, Laura. It's just a few routine tests. Strong as an ox, your old man. What do you know about it? What have you done to him? I feel fitter than ever. I'm in the prime of my life, wouldn't you say? Dad, no, I had a bit of breathlessness after that virus, but I've been right as rain since. There's life in the old dog yet. <laughs> Already in the car? Thought you were about to drive off without me. And why would I do that, Andrea? Sorry, can't hear you over that hippity-hop bedlam. You find a radio station that still play real tunes. Bit of Phil Collins. How do you know? Dad, like... Oh, what's the station I'm thinking of? Uh, Smooth FM. That's it. I've turned in my shed down the allotment. Play all the greats, they do. Lionel Richie, bit of Bee Gees. Will you have time to take me to the Little next week? Okay. Only they've got an electric hedge trimmer on as one of their offers. And what are you going to do with that? Kill someone? <laughs> Hopefully not. But they start on Thursdays, the new offer, so we need to get down there sharpish. When they're gone, they're gone. So you keep... So my dad keeps telling me. How's it going with Rowan? What? Why? Oh, come on. You always get that look in your eye when you talk about him. He's just a colleague, okay? Do I see a hint of a blush? No, Andrea, you do not. Andrea? Who's Andrea? You tell me. Well, it was you who just mentioned her. Oh, all right. Did I? Don't know many of your friends these days. She's not a friend. They don't invite anyone round. It's a shame. You could, you know, have your friends round. Your casa is my casa. Liven the place up a bit. Bit of laughter. Bit of banter. Ugh. Oh. Suppose you don't want your old dad embarrassing you, eh? Saying the wrong thing. Telling one of my jokes that isn't strictly politically correct anymore. Where is he? What have you done to him? The light's changed. They're beeping you. Look, it's okay, Laura, it's okay. You've had another hard day, haven't you? They work you too hard at that shop. And for the little they pay you, the hours they expect is a disgrace. Something happened. Someone pretending they cut themselves in the changing rooms again. Another bag snatcher. 
Or is it that Nikki from head office with her re-merchandising and restructuring plans? Stop it! Stop it! Can I just drive in silence, please? Suit yourself, love. Sounds like it's you who should be seeing Doctor, not me. Get some more of those happy pills. <gasps> Sorry. Won't say another word. Oh, look. Changed the old post office into another tanning salon. Typical. Soon we'll have even more young'uns wandering around like tangerine dreams and with eyebrows like scrubbing brushes. Suppose it's what the boys all go for these days. I know what you're trying to do. Drive me crazy. That's it, isn't it? I didn't say you're driving with crazy love. Just that the light had changed. God, it was like this when we were teaching you to drive, wasn't it? Everything I said was wrong. You always knew best of thought you did. We're here. You want a magazine? Waiting room's packed. It could be some time. What do you think is going to happen? With my results? When you walk in there and say you're my dad. Why? You weren't rude to Dr Brownlow, were you? Last week, when you went to see him. What do you know about? Because I came to work an hour late. It's not the doctor's fault you can rarely get an evening appointment these days. Ten foolproof ways of banishing slugs. <laughs> oh, there are no ways of banishing slugs, and this woman's a fool if she thinks otherwise. Sometimes wonder where they get their so-called gardening experts from, don't you? Not like Monty Don. He tells it like it is. Is the plan to actually drive me insane or just make me believe I am? Did someone at work tell you about my cycling accident? Well, it only gave me concussion. No lasting damage, they said. Look at that guy's cucumbers. I'm not putting up with any more of this. Where is my dad? Laura, love, keep it down. Everyone's looking. Where is he, you bitch? Stop this. Stop this now, all right? I don't know what's wrong with you. You've been off ever since I came home this evening. Stop lying. Stop pretending. Martin Willis for Dr. Brownslow. He's calling me in. You're not Martin Willis. That's my dad. You're Andrea, you crazy woman. Do you really think you're going to convince a doctor you're my 58-year-old father? Won't be long, love. Ah, Laura. You... again? Laura, what's wrong? Come and sit down. No. No. Stay away from me. I really think you should sit down. You look white as a sheet. So now you're wearing Dr Brownlow's white coat and glasses and you expect me to believe you actually are him? Your dad's a little bit worried about you. My dad's not here, as you well know. His results were all fine. He said to tell you that. No need to worry. He did, did he? Andrea? And where is he? He's still having a few problems with his bladder. Might be the infection coming back, so I said if he could provide a quick sample and leave it with the nurse, we'll get it sent off tonight and ring him with the results. You know how these things are. The first course of antibiotics doesn't always put things right. Some infections can be more stubborn. I don't know how you know that. Or what you've done to Dr Brownlow. 
Hmm. I see. Interesting. You are not Dr. Brownlow. You are Andrea. Look at me, Laura. Look right at me. You're seeing someone called Andrea, yes? And when you look at your dad, you see what exactly? You are wearing his clothes. You are impersonating the way he speaks. Indeed. You know, Laura, I started a degree in psychiatry before switching to medicine. There's a condition known as the Fregoli delusion, in which a patient starts to believe that many of those around him or her are all, in fact, one particular person. No! No! You are Andrea! Often it will be accompanied by paranoid thoughts that this one individual is out to get them and disguising his or herself as other people. Something like a head injury can be the trigger. I believe you had a recent cycling accident and were taken to A&E, so your father was saying. What? Yes? No! Why should I believe you? Oh, I don't really expect you to if you're currently seeing and hearing Andrea rather than your doctor speaking to you. Yes? Yes! That... So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you an urgent referral to a clinical psychologist and they, I assure you, will sort this thing out. The Fregoli delusion isn't common and with a combination of medication and therapy, you'll be right as rain. Just thought I'd pop up now that we're less busy and say I'm really glad to see you back, Laura. And I'm glad to see you, Rowan. And my dad and all the other people in my life. Well, with one exception, the name we will never ever speak again. Yeah, not being funny or anything, but none of us have seen her around since that day. You know, the day you, well, you you had to sack her. She's not been back. Maybe she's even left town, who knows? I hope so. Magda's been amazing while you've been away, and she wants me to ask you if you're going to hire someone new to uh, replace the person we no longer mention, or whether we could actually move from part-time to full-time taking on the extra hours. And why are you telling me this? Not Magda? Oh, you know, she's a little backward about coming forward sometimes. She just asked me to sound you out about the idea, that's all. That's all? Is it? Is there something else you're not telling me, Rowan? About you and Magda? No, there's nothing... Oh, oh, you mean there's something going on between us? No, 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 nothing like that. I mean, she's in a relationship and not my type anyway. Oh, good. Uh, I mean, okay. Thanks for letting me know. Uh, would you like to go and get her? It's lunchtime anyway. Send her up for a little chat. I dare say I can let her have those hours. Oh, thanks, Laura. She'll be made up. You're ever such a good boss. Come in, Magda! <gasps> Andrea! Is it Andrea? Oh, Magda? Oh. Magda? Oh, yes, I'm Magda. Of course I am. Andrea? I had a drink with her last week, you know. Magda, I'm talking about. You're not Magda. You really are Andrea. Can you tell? Or not? Anyway, she told me she'd like my old job, 
but feels guilty about taking it. We were friends, you know. She understood my problems. Helped me out from time to time. With money in that. Unlike you, Laura. Just keep away from me. So we're in the king's head, just chatting like. And she tells me about you being off sick. With some weird shit called the Fregoli delusion. Everywhere you went, you saw me. How mad is that? (laughs) That's when I stopped being angry with you. Stopped worrying about getting my revenge. I was already having it. I was haunting you. I was too perfect. Go away. Get away from me. Goodbye, Laura. You'll be seeing me. I'm Detective Inspector Bulmer. Could I speak to your store manager, please? Speaking? And I believe you're the only branch of your chain in this area. Yes, that's right. Only last Monday, a young woman and her two small children were found dead in their home. There was a note saying she'd no money left and had just lost her job. Beside the note was a badge from your store, bearing the name Andrea. Scott Andrews as Laura, Erica Sanderson as Andrea, David Alt as Rowan, Andy Cresswell as the policeman, and James Cleveland as Tannoy. Visit the NoSleepPodcast.com to learn more about our show and our season pass memberships. Thank you for listening to Old Time Radio Volume 12, Part 1. This audio production is copyright 2021 by Creative Reason Media, Inc. All rights reserved. The copyright for Andrea is held by Judy Upton. No duplication or reproduction of this audio program is permitted without the written consent of Creative Reason Media, Inc.